Hallelujah. Honestly, as the little or the young ladies were singing, I was touched. I wish I had a daughter like that in there. Hallelujah. It's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. This morning I believe that God would have us to hear something very important that will help our lives. And so I would like for you to pay attention to the word of God. Please don't be careless. Just pay attention to the word of God. Hallelujah. Uh, those of you regulating, please try and do me good today. I beg you. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, what a privilege it is for us and for me to be gathered at your feet this hour. When in those days you were around, Lord, your disciples will gather with you and you will pour the word to them. Oh, this morning, be glorified and pour your word into us in the name of Jesus. I pray for authorance and godly wisdom and leadership in a way that I may speak the way you want it spoken. In a way that the effect of your word will bring transformation in the name of Jesus. Helping all to have a clear understanding about this matter that you raised. I thank you for hearing us in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, Apostle Paul is very interesting about this man, Apostle Paul. And his experience with the Lord in so many ways. I was studying about how this man was told that he was going to suffer persecution. And yet he was so determined to say it ought to be done. It needed to be done. It's something that... I don't know how many of us would have retreated if you were told that this step you are taking, this is what is waiting for you. And those prophetic indications were not... I saw the wisdom of God in it. He, he, God did, did, was not telling him to break his heart or to... How do I put it? Thank you. God was not telling him to interfere with his will. That's what I want to say. God said, I will show you. So people prophesied and said, this Jerusalem you want to, you are going. You will be, you will be treated illfully. You will be mishandled. Because everywhere, and it was so interesting that everywhere he went, if it was the gathering of the saints, the, 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 the disciples he has formed or he has won for the Lord, people he has won for the Lord, and on his way to Jerusalem, he decided to make a stop and to see how they are doing. They begin to pray, and then the Spirit of the Lord quickly will come upon somebody and he will prophesy. And it was not one, and it was not two. He, he kept hearing this. But then my question is, what was the prophecy for? Was the prophecy for him not to go to Jerusalem or to go to Jerusalem? And I noticed that God left that portion for him to decide. Praise the Lord. And this morning, I would want us to have some deep understanding about the way God works. And so that we'll be able to give ourselves a good commitment to the leading of God from the inside. Praise the Lord. Now, I would like to read the scripture before I even give you the title of the message. In the book of Acts chapter 24, 
verse 16, he made a statement in the defense of his. As I was studying, I got to this portion of the scripture and something jumped into my spirit and it grabbed me. Would you like to read this scripture with me right now? One, two. This being so, I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense and man. Ha! When I came across this, God taught me a lot of things. So the title of our message this morning is Strive to Live in a Good Conscience. Praise the Lord. I observed that as, as I was studying and I observed that it is one area, if you are not very careful, you will lose God. And I will explain that. I would like to lift up two words in this chapter, or in this verse of scripture. Strive and conscience. These two. The rest, I'm sure, is easy to understand. This being so, I myself always strive to have a good conscience without, or to have conscience without offense towards God and man. I strive. What is the meaning of the word I strive? I looked it up and it says, try hard. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, try hard. Make every effort is also another meaning. Endeavor. Endeavor. Do everything within you to get it done. And lastly, seek to do it. Praise the Lord. So when I saw the brother say, this being so, this statement was made at his defense when there had been a prophecy concerning that the Jerusalem that you are going, you are going to be ill-treated, you are going to face this, you are going to be rejected, possibly they would like to kill you. That's from Acts chapter, let's say, 21, thereabout, all the way down to the close of Acts chapter, uh, to the close of the book of Acts. When he was captured and he was transferred from one place to the other, one place to the other. At one of his defense, this is what he said. When he stood up, and that was the open statement he made. And as I said, as I read that, I, re- I discovered Christianity. May I inform you, it's something that if you don't strive from inside, you'll be disappointed. Praise the Lord. The reason why it is so, let me quickly take the other one so that we don't lose sight. The conscience is a sense of right and wrong. The still small voice, the inner voice, the platform, I added this, the platform for the Holy Spirit to talk Or convict us. Praise the Lord. Once again I said. The conscience. Is a sense of right and wrong. The still small voice. The inner voice. The platform. For the Holy Spirit to talk. Or to convict convict us. Or convict you. Let me put it in a a very... Convict you in you. Ah. Don't worry, you would understand. Convict me in me. Because it is happening from the inside. It is the platform that God uses. And I must tell you this. 
The truth is that any child of God who loses his conscience will be in trouble. Praise the Lord. And so when I heard our brother saying, I strive to keep a good conscience, I discovered that I needed that more than anything else. Praise the Lord. Do you know when things are going on in you, nobody else will know. And Paul making this statement at this particular time was because he had been put into the presence of people who were ill-treating him. And sometimes when you are being ill-treated, it is so very easy to do your own thing. But he discovered that it will be wrong on my part to do anything. Therefore, I will just listen to what God says. And I would do no matter what. I would do what God would have me to do. So he said, and being so, I always strive to, ha- to have a conscience without offense towards God and men. Those people were ill-treating him. Those people were so, were so bad, if you read that chapter. But something restrained him. Something made him not to do otherwise. And it is not that easy. You have to be determined that no matter what, to live a a successful Christian life, you need to strive to maintain good conscience. Hallelujah. They are not automatic. Are you listening to me? They are not automatic. The fact that you are a child of God does not mean that when things happen, you will behave like a child of God. Except there is a determination to live in good conscience. So when he says strive to have a good conscience without offense, you can be provoked. But when you have this under control in you, you would always strive to maintain a good conscience. Praise the Lord. I believe that this is one of the things that would help us to live very good Christian lives. Let me quickly take you now to into details by going to First Timothy. Chapter 1, verse 18 to 20. When he was giving admonition to his son, Timothy, a son of faith. He wasn't his biological son, but he was his son in the faith. This is what he said to him. This charge, I commit to you, son, Timothy. According to the prophecies previously made concerning you. That you, that by them you may wage the good warfare. And next verse 20. Aha. Uh-huh. Having faith and a good conscience, which some haven't rejected, Concerning the faith have made, uh, have suffered shipwreck. Praise the Lord. Watch something very critical. I observe that if a child of God is going to have a good spiritual warfare, praise the Lord. If you are going to be overcoming the enemy, one of the areas that you have to watch is faith and good conscience. If see, if you look at how he puts it in the verse, in, in the verse, he said, having faith and a good conscience, which some haven't rejected. Now, may I quickly say that the some that he's talking about were not unbelievers. 
if you look at the context very well, he was writing to believers. In fact, when we come further down, you will see some names that he mentioned. Mama, you want to read it again? They gave you a mic. It's very important. It will help us understand how to run the race with a very good conscience. Sometimes these are the things that we need to understand. So that we will not be too much of the outward, but will be so much of the inside. Praise the Lord. You ready? Read those two verses for me. Uh, from 18, 19 and 20. Is it on? Otherwise, check this. Can, guys, can you please help out quickly? Hello. This charge I commit to you, San Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, hmm. that by them you may wage the good warfare, mm. having faith and a good conscience, mm. which some having rejected concerning the faith have suffered shipwreck. Of whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Praise Amen. the Lord. I believe every Christian wants to engage in warfare and win. The best way to win your warfare is faith and good conscience. Now, Timothy was somebody who was Paul's son in the faith. I believe, because the Bible didn't state it, but I believe that there was an occasion at the prayer meeting. And Paul, moved by the Spirit, stretched his hand and touched. And said, you are anointed by the Holy Ghost to do havoc to the kingdom of darkness. And that the word of God from your mouth will destroy kingdoms, will do great work in the lives of many. I'm speaking like that because when you go to Second Timothy chapter, chapter 2 verse 7, it says that for God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. But you know, the brother was living in intimidation. He could not... Exercise. He was a good brother, but he could not exercise that power that had come upon him. And so, he was told that, hey, there is something inside of you. And there are a lot of believers, we are so intimidated, we are not able to express the power of his grace in us. And so, as brother was admonishing, because everybody, every child of God must be in warfare. Praise the Lord. It's not excluded to certain people. Every one of us must be in it. And so when he was explaining to him, for you to wage a good warfare, a warfare and to get results, this is one area you need to watch carefully. St. Timothy, just keep it on the 18th, I will let you know. St. Timothy, I charge you, Timothy, well, this charge I commit to you, St. Timothy, According to the prophecy previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage a good welfare. It doesn't stop there. You have the ability, you have been given something to be able to do what God wants you to do. But in order for you to do it, let me tell you the secret. The secret is, have faith and good conscience. Praise the Lord. It is by having faith and the good conscience, then you will be able to overcome. I discovered clearly that without faith, without good conscience, you can only be speaking and there will not be any power. You need to have this striving attitude, working hard. To making sure that as far as your inside is concerned, you are excellent. I have a clear conscience towards God and towards man. I have a very clear conscience, he says, that I don't have anybody in mind. 
this morning we were praying here. I remember one of the statements that were made is this. If I had iniquity in my heart, won't you continue for me? If I had iniquity in my heart, everybody, this one, everybody must say it all. If I had iniquity in my heart, the Lord is Psalm 66 verse 18, I think. If I hide iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear my prayer. So, brother was saying to his son in the faith, if you want God to answer your prayer, if you want to wage a good spiritual warfare, if you want to overcome when you speak, the enemy will losing up without resisting you, keep faith. Keep good conscience. Make sure that as far as God is concerned, your thoughts towards Him is good. As far as one another is concerned, your thoughts towards them are good. Praise the Lord. And I notice that sometimes we are very quick in praying without considering this. And so brother told his son, He gave him, I will call it the spiritual secrets to overcome as a minister. A good conscience is so important as I began digging and digging. Then I realized, "Mm, so many of us may not be aware. May the Lord help us from now on to be aware. Good conscience is what will let you stand right. Stand spiritually healthy to be able to say in the name of Jesus and it will be done. Hallelujah. And so as he kept admonition, he himself was also so conscious of this truth. We have already established that at his defense, when he had been thrown into the hands of wicked people, he was he was. Speaking, in fact, at one time, he even opened up and said right from the beginning, his opening statement, I think it's in the book of Acts chapter 23 verse 1. When he was in front of all of these, he kept at this same word. He said, then Paul, looking, um, our dear brother Luke, writing, he said, Paul looking earnestly at the council, when he was put before the council. He said, men and brethren, I have lived in all, ha! in all good conscience before God until this day. Praise the Lord. A child of God, are you following? I have lived not in some days in a good conscience. And another day, in a different conscience. But he said, I have lived. That's my lifestyle. I live in my mind and in my intuition, you know. In, 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 in fact, let me tell you, conscience, conscience, conscience is where the Holy Spirit will whisper. In fact, it is the only guarantee by which we will make it. When the Holy Spirit can prompt you, And say, this thing that you are doing, this thing that you are hearing, be careful. It's not of God. For instance, what is happening, which is very common known in our day, that you can be walking and somebody will just walk into you, bump into you and mention your name. Are you listening to me? He can mention your name and as soon as he finishes, he tells you the difficult things that you have been through. He can tell you where you're coming from. He can tell you that you have three children. And you know, as soon as you hear those things, are you, are you, are you alive? As soon as you hear those things, you begin to losing up. Then he has something to say. Yeah. The Lord sent me. To ask you to sacrifice. Things are tough. You have to buy four bags of rice. That I may go and give to pastors 
at a place. Oh, are you here this morning? Now, let me tell you something. After somebody has done the introduction and has said a bit about your state, past state, and he begins to now tell you the solution. Buy four bags of rice. There are people here and buy a goat which is white. And I will do something. And when you are one of those curious people, what are you going to do with it? I'm going to give to men of God who are poor. That's what God says you should do. If you don't have an active conscience, dear brother, you'll be shocked. If your conscience is not sharp for the Holy Spirit to pick up and say, what are you? Are you listening to this? And are you going to do it? Did I send him? Can you ask him this? And you run away from that type of thing and quickly jump on his own and begin to ask questions. You will be there and you will give everything. And the next thing is that you will be a partaker of somebody's sins. Are you listening to me? Brethren, these are the common things in our day. But when you live in a good conscience, conscience devoid of, I don't have anything against anybody, may I tell you, your spirit becomes sharp. So when our brother stood up and said, I have lived in a good conscience all through. I discovered, Dennis, you need this more than anything else. May I ask you to strive. If Paul, the great man of God, said, I strive to maintain, then it tells you that to live in a good conscience is not as cheap as you may think. Because there are elements of worldliness. Hello? There are elements of wrong information that the enemy will want, will want to bring it to you. And so, everything needed now to be checked. And then you would allow the Holy Spirit to bring the purity of the Word of God and His leading unto you. Because it's so common now. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I'm now afraid. I don't dispute prophetic. We have had beautiful prophetic times in our church and we are having. I don't. But the way this thing is coming, if you don't have a good conscience and alertness. One time, one of our ministers was very close. We, we, we met and she said, Ha! Ah, I met this man who told me everything else. And I became convinced that he was a man of God. Don't blame her at all. Until my husband said, oh, stop those things. And I said, ah, but God sent somebody his, my way and told me this. And then they began both discussing. And it was then she discovered that it was a familiar voice. Are you listening? Oh, may you wage a good spiritual warfare. And the position you need to take as a child of God is to strive to maintain good conscience. A conscience that the Holy Spirit will find it so free to speak from the inside and let you know that be careful about this. Be careful about this. Watch this carefully. Or don't you know that the scripture says this? That dialogue must be there inside of you. 
Each one of us must have it in such a, you know, according to the book of John, he says that, for no one will tell you what you ought to do because it shall be told to you. The Holy Ghost is actually ready to tell things. Hallelujah. But to have it freely delivered to you and I, you must maintain good conscience. Amen. Are you coming along? Please, this is very, very important. The day in which we live, majority of us have no idea. And in fact, honestly, a lot of people are going to places and things are being said. That's why on Wednesday you need to be here to hear the word of God. The more sure word. For we have the prophetic word that has already been revealed. And if there is anybody who is speaking concerning any prophecy, it has to be a revelation concerning Christ and the development in Him. Praise the Lord. May you understand some of these things. The church is crying for prophetic revelations. The church is very desperate. But you see, the thing has already been revealed. It's in the book, as Pastor Bimpon said this morning in prayer. It's in the book. Let me tell you something, as we give our hearts seriously to committing ourselves to this, we will be doing a good warfare. Amen. Paul, I then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, now I was just asking myself, you've been caught to defend yourself. And is this an open statement to write home about? But he knew. The man was so convinced that as far as he was concerned, in fact, one time in Jerusalem, after the prophecies were revealed unto him, that when you get to Jerusalem, this is how they will treat you and all of that, the brethren, the pillars of the church in Jerusalem, they did something unique. They said that the accusation that they have against you is that you preach against the Jews. And we do not want them to stand on any platform against you. So what we will do is that we will give you four men. You will sh- they will sh- shave their head. Let them go with you. Let them be- act as if they obey the, 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 the rudiments of the Jewish religion. Just a piece. And so brother enters now into the temple. And then he, got, he had these guys just to prove that his preaching is not against what they believe. But it's the truth that he was establishing by the Son of God that indeed this is the man you ought to follow. I'm not against the law of Moses. But as the tree man will say, the way And so the pillars of the church, James and the Peters and, and the Johns, and they met and they said, Brother. The information we are getting from out there is that they want to finish you all. So you, to show that you are, you are really not against the religion, but you are portraying Jesus, we give you four men. Make them Sakura of the period of the time to signify that indeed they are, you are not against it. Oh, they went to the temple. These four men together with him. Omaka said, this man, whether he, he, he has been speaking against our religion. We want to finish him. We want to just finish him. We don't want to hear anything. Even after trying to pose a thief, it didn't change them. And when he was put on the platform, he said, brother, looking earnestly into their eyes, Brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this hour. Then I understood. Then I understood that living in good conscience is very important. Because it gives you the platform to be able to flow. And then my mind was going all around. I said, now I can understand. Of course, if Paul had not resisted to go to Jerusalem, there would be certain people who would never would have heard the word of God. One of them is including Festus. Those governors 
One time, so he, Agrippa, he spoke so much that the man said, mm, you almost convinced me. But he didn't know that it was a witness. Brethren, we are going to make a good spiritual warfare. We are going to make it. If we maintain good conscience. Maintaining a good conscience doesn't come from outside. It comes from inside. You strive to say, as for me, this is what I would like to do. No matter what anybody does. You know, when the council were ill-treating him, in fact, when he even didn't know that the high priest was there, and when he said that I maintain, I have maintained a good conscience, somebody quickly said, slap him, then let him talk nonsense there. As soon as he said that, he turned to the said, may the Lord slap you yourself. And then one of them shouted and said, don't you know that he's a high priest? Quickly, he pulled back. Because his conscience was working so fast that he didn't want anything to taint his life. Oh, may you strive to have a good conscience. Please, may you strive to have a good conscience. This is Christianity that is not demonstrated outside. This is Christianity that will help you to be able to stand very well. And you know, as, my, as I was studying, I discovered that almost everybody... Who wrote, said something about striving to have a good conscience? All of them. Because they knew that it is the only way by which you will be able to stand as a good child of God. They knew that it's the only way by which you will make a good case before the Lord. Let's quickly look at what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3. Mama, can you read? We did some part of it, but can you read 13 to 16? And who is he who will harm you Mm. if you become followers of what is good? Mm. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, Mm. you are blessed. Mm. And do not be afraid of their threats, Mm. nor be troubled. Mm. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart Mm. and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you Mm. with meekness and fear. Mm. Having a good conscience. Having a good conscience. That when they defame you as evildoers, Mm. those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. It's so important. Peter also spoke about it. Do you know sometimes in the bit of doing good you may suffer, but may you not be discouraged. Just to maintain a good conscience. Hallelujah. I, 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 I was so grateful to the Lord when I started encountering this. And because I observed that there are certain things that are spiritual secrets. It is only when it is revealed to you that you will have a better walk with the Lord. To have a good conscience is not what is very common for people to talk about. But may I say that to win your spiritual warfare, you need a good conscience. Praise the Lord. To have a flow of the Spirit for the Holy Ghost to say, Are you going to embark on this journey? Stop it. For the voice of God, the inner voice, to become very clear to you, it will depend on faith and good conscience. If you take it for granted, if you, in your thinking, you allow anything to come in and you accept as it comes and then you act on as it comes, you will not make it. It won't help you. But this morning I pray that you will have this conscience no matter what. You will allow the flow of the Spirit in a manner that you will always maintain good conscience. Because the Holy Spirit will speak to you. It's the voice of the Spirit of God. It is the voice which will come unhindered. Now, I observed in spirituality that if you don't live like this, it becomes very difficult to hear the voice and the leading. And unfortunately, if God is not giving you the truth, are you listening? If God is not giving you the truth, something will take place. 
I have read from the Bible and it is so very clear that any time people rejected the truth, they were giving with a lie. You will, it, 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 it is never an occasion where uh, if you don't have the truth, then it will be a vacuum. No, 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 no. When in Romans chapter 1, when the Bible talked about the fact that when they knew God, they did not recognize God, quickly, God gave them up to a reprobate mind. And all through Bible, you will see that any time that people don't keep to the truth, opposite was given. So may you maintain a good conscience. If we will do this, we will be sharp. We will be free from deception. We will be free from people. Listen, I, I'm not dispute that somebody may meet you and say, you are Irene Akabla. You live as so, so and so. Of course, the Holy Ghost has done that before in the scriptures, which is okay. That one, I won't have any problem against that. But you are like this. I mean, you live here, you work here, you are this, you are that, you are that. And the next minute is that <laughs> four bags of rice. Plus, money for transport. Because there is a demon who wants to destroy you. And God sent me for you to make a sacrifice so that you will be delivered. Brother, when you hear things like this, especially when there is a little kind of condemnation, the first thing that will occur to your mind is that, even though I don't believe it, maybe it may be true, let me give, true or false. You didn't respond. Even though I may not believe what he's saying, but it's okay. Let's assume that it is true, I would have also paid. Oh, come on. How can you do that? How can you do that? Child of God, how can you do that? You can stand and as you listen, of course, I mean, I have one strategy. Honestly, one of the things I do not do, if you can, you can adopt it. When anybody I don't know, neither am I in a meeting and something came up, but if I don't know you, and you come and you say you have a word from me. Hey, you have a word from God for me. What do you think I will do? Eh? I don't know you. But you have a word for me. I'm not saying God doesn't have his sons in the streets. I'm not saying that. But you know I will tell you this. I will quickly tell you. Hold it. I don't mind. Can you go to God and tell him that you didn't inform this man? So he says, I should come and ask you again. Please tell him, because I have a good conscience, oh, God will speak. You don't know how many people have been shifted. This brother that was mentioned in First Timothy chapter, the two brothers, Alexander and, and, and Himaios, who were mentioned, they were good Christian people in the church. In fact, they are mentioned again, I think, the same Timothy, Second Timothy or so. They are mentioned again. They were good brethren, but they gave in without good conscience to certain things. And just after, they were on the wrong train. Ah, may you have a good conscience. Strive to maintain it. The reason why I'm emphasizing is that the Holy Ghost speaks, but it becomes easier for the person who has a good conscience to hear. If your conscience, your sensitivity, and may I tell you, brethren, the day in which we live, if you are not led, you are in danger. I'm begging you. Because there are many out there who will tell you all about everything? But it is only when you are led that you will be able to know whether this is of God or this is not of God. May you strive to maintain good conscience. 
may you strive to maintain good conscience. Paul said so. Uh, if Paul says that I strive to maintain good conscience, then Dennis, you must do it triple. So it's not everything that you need to give in to. And we ought to talk about such things because of the day in which we are living now. Because many voices are speaking. But there is an inside voice. Inside voice you need to know. Is that not First John? Is it 2027 or so? Can we have a look at it quickly? First John 2027. When he says that for he will tell you what to do. Is that not there? For the Holy Ghost will tell you what to do. No man. Is that a wrong word? First, yes, first John chapter 2, verse 27. Yes. Church, would you like to read the scripture please? Every one of you. One, two. But anointing which you have received... Praise the Lord. That same anointing. Listen, isn't it very assuring? The Bible says that, but the anointing which you have received, shout a big amen. You have received something. But the anointing which you have received from Him, that's the Lord Jesus. He said, I'm going away and I will send you the Holy Ghost. The anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. Thanks be to God, He lives in you. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning how many things? Concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, emphasis. Everything that God tells you is true. Hallelujah. And it's not lie. Just as it has taught you, you will abide in Him. You can only abide when the anointing and your conscience are working together. Let me tell you that nothing can move you away from the faith. And it is not, let us be honest, it is not very cheap to have good conscience. Many things will battle with you. You say, are you really wanting to do that? You must do this. You must do that. But the Holy Ghost works in that unction. Amen. As I come to a close, I want us to consider this matter seriously. Because I believe that the day in which we live, we need this conscience to be so active and alive in a manner that will be able to descend everything that comes. Do you know that sometimes the enemy even whispers, praise the Lord. He will whisper to you what you need to do, but might not be the way of the Lord. So when you strive, you'll be able to quickly decipher, do scripture, checking with scripture, and then the Holy Spirit will now let you arrive safe. So, it is not that easy. Now, it is so important that we give our hearts this development. Let's go back, this morning we pray, to the old right ways. Let's become so solid in the faith in such a way that we will not have people swaying us from left to right. For the whole world is under the sway of the enemy. So says the scripture. Are you listening? The whole world is under the sway of the enemy. And he is tossing it as he wills. He has his agents who are out there to disrupt the flow of people. And, and, and getting them off from the faith. And many, many. And the sad thing in it is that many are being taken away by this. But I pray that you will maintain a good conscience. You will be so committed to the word of God. You would have this prophecy that had been revealed unto us, which is Jesus Christ, to whom, uh, to whom we know, to, to whom to know is life eternal. As you know him, your consolidation in your eternity will be so guaranteed. It's so very important because the day in which we live, eh, 
good conscience would allow you to hear from the Holy Ghost. Good conscience will lead you to do right. Good conscience will let you wage a good spiritual warfare. You know, every one of us is engaged in that. But to overcome it, as the scripture has said, you need to have a good conscience and faith. Amen. Let me quickly run it up on this matter. Quickly. Hmm. I noticed something in the study of this. And I came and I said, thank you, Lord. You see, in the world in which we live, you can easily be. Many, many years ago, let me put it this way. I, we had some challenges somewhere. And to be precise, Brother Kwesi, we were talking about it. Many years ago, in the days of Spintus. And he made a remarkable statement which I have never forgotten. He said, when you are dealing with an evil person, you need to maintain good conscience. Otherwise, you will pass him and be defiled. I have never forgotten that. What does that mean? You may be good at this time. But when you allow evil to affect you for you to also do otherwise, you will pass that person and be defiled. So, no matter what, be in a good conscience mood. You didn't say amen? Hey, Ebuao, this thing that God is telling us today, I just pray that you will give your heart to it. For Paul said, I have, I have done everything. In a good conscience. That is what saved him. It's not sometimes I don't. And another time. But I strive to maintain good conscience. I strive to maintain no matter what. Even when they were slapping him from the back. He says I still strive strive to maintain good conscience. It makes it very easy. For you to flow as a child of God. In Hebrews, as I come to a close, chapter 13, verse 8 says, verse 18, prayer request. This is what Paul prayed. He said, pray for us. We are confident that we have good conscience in all things. Desiring to live honorably. I love that. Pray for us. Pray for us. Our prayer is not for us to get money. Pray for us. We are confident that we have good conscience. Everything that we are doing, we are doing it with a transparent heart. But pray for us. But above all, that as we live amongst you, we will live honorably. I pray every child of God would desire that. May the Lord help you to maintain good conscience. And let me conclude by saying, maintaining good conscience, brethren, it don't come cheap. America will say it don't come cheap. They are not something that you can boast about and say, I'm leaving it because something by all means will hit your mind. But when you say, ah, it must be filtered out. This is not correct. I want to live for the master. So what you are telling me, I will not do it. You are now fighting back a good spiritual warfare. The enemy will not bring you to, he won't get you to bring you to the slaughterhouse. And you will always overcome. Shall we bow in prayer? I don't know what God said to you, but by the grace of God, I know that in the household of faith, when we all come together, 
and God begins to speak his word, everyone hears it differently. I don't know what God this morning has revealed to you in a matter of good conscience and faith. Dear brother said, I strive. I, I work hard. There are other elements that come my way, but I'm working hard to maintain myself in a good conscience towards God and towards man. I want to be free from any entanglements. I, and therefore I purpose to work hard. I don't know what God has said to you. But may I ask you to lift prayer before we come to the table of the Lord. Maybe the Lord began to show you some areas of your life. Maybe the Lord began to reveal to you that you haven't paid attention. Or maybe most of the time you are probably ahead of your own self. Maybe it has not dawned on you to maintain it in such a way that it's easier to hear. Whatever it is that, brother, you can sense God is bringing your way. I want to beg you that you pray about it. When you hear something from God and it's so very clear to you and some revelations come, the best person to talk to is God himself. Lord, this is what I discovered in the hearing of your word. I'm struggling with a good conscience, Lord. Apparently, your word says, in all things. And I don't think in all things I do that. Therefore, this morning I pray that you would help me to maintain peace and to strive for good conscience. That my conscience will be so active and alive in everything that I do. Oh, pray, brother, in this short moment, as I said last two Wednesdays, when I say that there are three ways of praying. The one that your mouth will not move, but your heart is calling on God. The one that you can speak in understanding clearly about a matter. And then the one that you can talk to God in tongues about. I don't know which one you are choosing. But I will say that good conscience makes a man stand. Maintaining and striving to have it will let you make it by all means. And so we need it. I need it so desperately. And I thank God that I have come to that understanding that it is not one time. It is something that you make effort to say, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do this? Therefore, show me, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do about this? Holy Spirit, what are we going to do? You must constantly Ask the Holy Spirit and live in that consciousness, even when it's against you. I gave you the example, dear brethren, that Paul was spoken to by the Holy Ghost by many mouth. Many, 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 many lips spoke that don't go to Jerusalem. This is what will happen to you. But because of, he had maintained himself, in a good conscience, his inner man, one time he told a group of people, he said, Why do you weep? To break my heart. I am not only ready to save myself, but I am ready to die even for the cause of Christ. Because his conscience was so much alive that he needed to go to Jerusalem. This morning, I don't know how you are paddling your Christianity. But I, can I beg you, brother, in this two minutes prayer. Ask that the Lord will make this thing so strong in you that... You will maintain and strive, work at it, to maintain good conscience and faith. We thank you, Father. Lord, more and more we are beginning to understand that there are some things we need to take them by force. Oh, this morning I pray. That any heart that is crying for you for a good conscience, you would show mercy. And let the truth of your word that has come to us this morning lift us up in such a, 
into a position where we will be so strong to maintain good conscience before you and man. Help us because you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Look at my life, Lord, and look at the lives of the brethren and help us. This is hidden, but you have revealed it to us. And having revealed it to us, may you redeem us and establish this matter in our hearts so that each one of us will strive to maintain good conscience for the leadership of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We bless you, Father, for hearing us. In Jesus' name, Amen.